0: This is Coffee number 5. I'm your host, Lara Schmoisman. It's all about you, and I want you to succeed. Download today my free masterclass, Three Ways to Stand Out from the Crowd in the Digital World. Sign up for free today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to coffee number five. I'm ready here with my coffee. And I was thinking about those ugly days that I hate high school, I always hated high school, and I will never go back there. Uh, It wasn't the best time of my life. Uh, As you all know, I was super overweight. I never got into any sport. And either you were like in the clique with the girls that they were like, The sport girls, or you were the geek, and I didn't fit anywhere. And it's hard; it's really hard. But I brought today a lady that I met, and she's incredible. She created an incredible brand, but also she got inspiration from those that time of her life. So welcome, Lauren. Thank you so much for having coffee with me today. So you. You always tell the story about that, how yoga changed your life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, how, so. How how did it
1: happen? How did you find it? Um, I actually stumbled across the studio one time. It was up the street from my house. And I was home for the summer and I just wanted something to do. So I asked my mom to sign me up. I really didn't know what I was getting into, but it was a Bikram studio and I ended up going about three times a day.
0: <laughs> thought, oh my God, that's yeah,
1: thing I, I became like super addicted overnight. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I obviously it was your thing. If- oh yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and- it was definitely my thing. Um, I think I was really struggling with a lot of teenage angst too. Um, I was dealing with a lot of grief because I had lost my father some years prior. And that was like the first time that I really felt like my mind was kind of getting clear and I could actually sort through my thoughts.
0: Oh my God. I I was about to ask that. It was about your mind or was about your body or a combination of both?
1: Um, I think it was both. I think like... I was able to address some challenges that I was having that I didn't really understand prior to yoga, you know, just being like 15 or 16, um, you're going through all those hormonal changes and you're trying to navigate high school, like you said. Um, and then with my body, I just got super fit that summer. And all I was doing was walking wow. to yoga. <laughs> hey, I <can't> imagine that.
0: <laughs> But it
1: wasn't like, grueling for my body so I used to run like in high school and I would always have shin splits and stuff like that but with yoga like I'd be sore but my body wasn't like being depleted
0: oh my god I want to start yoga right now but I'm so lazy I anyway um so you kept doing this year in the years you also have a successful job in private um aviation mm-hmm. and then tell us a little bit how you got into private aviation and then you decided that you want to start with the brand and connect it with your passion create a community so Mm -hmm. how how all this came up together (laughs) and also the name of your brand please
1: okay so i got it to private um i'll just backtrack a little i if it, I initially worked for an airline in Dubai, and that was a commercial airline. And so they used to have open calls in Atlanta, and they had not gotten to my application yet. But I was like, this is my one chance. So I just showed up to the open call, and I was like, well, I hope they don't send me home. So that's like initially how I got into working for airlines. And then when I moved back from Dubai, my friend recommended me for private. And so I was always like traveling around a lot. We were flying a a ton and I was still doing yoga. I was going to yoga all the time. Um, I was doing my teacher training when I was back in town and then I was making up the other days. So it's always been like a really big part of my life. And that's why I named it stratosphere because I was like, wow, aviation is a huge part of my life. But then also yoga is and like, how can I tie the two together to reflect like me and the brand?
0: And so it's stratosphere 41. So what's the yes. 41, what's a 41 <laughs> part of it?
1: Uh, 41 stands for 41,000 feet in the air. And that's the level of the ozone that usually like a G6, which is a type of private jet, will cruise at. It, they usually cruise at around 41,000 feet.
0: That's awesome. So you <laughs> were ready to combine. And, and then you decided that you want a product for your community, your yoga mm-hmm. community.
1: Yeah so i it's funny enough i still have some of my yoga towels from when i was like 15 or 16 and i just felt like we hadn't updated the designs and i just never felt like they really truly spoke to me i'm like i should be able to have a functional product but it should also be really fun with like cool designs and bright colors and so i was sitting in my friend's yoga class at 7 a.m and i remember i looked around the room and i was like No, I'm going to make yoga towels like we got to make something cool and fun. and So that's how it started. (laughs) Well, but also, I mean, let's explain what
0: a yoga towel is, because Mm -hmm. it's
1: not a yoga mat.
0: It's not a regular towel. What's Mm -hmm. the difference in this product?
1: Yeah, so it's not a mat. You would put it on top of your mat to absorb your sweat in a hot yoga class, because that's what I primarily practice is hot yoga. Um, but then you can also take it to, you know, like the beach and the park and stuff and leave your mat at home. But it's different from, for instance, a normal towel because it fits the length of the mat, number one. Mm-hmm. And then it's also microfiber, so it absorbs more sweat because if you've ever been in a yoga class, literally, like I'll be next to the guys and their sweat is like flinging across the room at me. I'm oh, drenched. I'm, yes. I'm the I cannot even start thinking about that. <laughs> Yeah, so I, and then you also want it to be grippy. So it's soft enough that you don't want it to like hurt your hands, but then you need that grip. So I always say like, don't use fabric softener on it because while you're in downward facing dog, the more sweaty the towel gets, the more that it um, grips the mat. And then it grips like your hands too.
0: And also makes total science that if you go to take a class and they offer a mat you bring only your small tower that you can pack it really small and put mm. it in on top of a mat that other people touch
1: yeah so <laughs> I was getting a lot of back me because I was traveling and I didn't want to bring my mat with me because I was like okay I'm already lugging around this suitcase my purse I don't also want to bring a mat because we were hopping around like every day when I first entered private aviation, because I started at a lower level, of course. So I was getting back me because the mats weren't sanitary, you know, it's like, you don't know who's used the mat. We all have different like sweat and stuff like that. So I ended up just starting to bring a towel with me. And I was like, well, at least I can lay that on top of the mat. And so that's why I made our towels fit the mat exactly like fit a long mat for you. And
0: and they really pack small. I really have to say that. Yeah. I love that. But you can put it, you can put it in my purse, and it's there, nobody knows. It's really tiny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's a, a tall pro. Like it's it's easy to take. I mean, I hate mm-hmm. to see. I know it's fashionable. I know a lot of people love to be showing that they carry their mat, that they're yogis. <laughs> but sometimes it's not necessary.
1: No. Um, yeah. I... <laughs> I'm all about making it easy and accessible to work out because I'm all over the place. I have a lot of going on and I know everyone else does. And so I'm like, I need something I could just throw in my bag and go. <laughs> That's awesome. So
0: that day at 7 a.m. in your yoga, in a yoga studio, you decided you're going to do towels. What yes. was next? How did you come up from the idea to have a product and sell it? How did you get there?
1: Oh, It was a lot of trial and error because... I'll be honest I didn't really know what I was doing but I did know that I had to start with branding So we started with a mood board and like the name and just colors that I love and at that time this was like very early 2021 I still felt really stifled like in my life and so I was like okay no everything that I want to do in my life I'm gonna have it reflected in the brand so we're going big we're going bold. And I started just picking out like my favorite colors. I started um, looking at other brands and deciding what I liked about them and like what spoke to me. And I really used my intuition to go with like my first gut feeling about everything. And then and, I ended up. And you went like- with
0: good vibes. You want everything to give you a fun, yeah. a fun ambience and a good vibe, that energy that you need to put into yoga.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like we want when you look at the brand, we want you to feel like celebrated and we want you to feel like um, you're just having a lot of fun and you're getting a lot of great positivity and not we're not trying to make it toxic positive where we're dismissing other feelings and stuff. But we want this to be a safe place where you know that you can come and like feel recharged.
0: That's great. But also you make it accessible because it's mm-hmm. not super pricey something that people can afford and being part of this group or being part of this community that, yes yeah that yoga have the is expensive same, yeah and they have the same beliefs that's mm-hmm. what you because yoga is more about than bending your bodies about the energy and the philosophy that it goes with it
1: exactly exactly and um even when i was growing up and i was taking yoga like i only had one yoga towel because it was really expensive and I just couldn't afford to have multiple. So I was always washing that same towel. And so when I was building out the brand, I was like, everything about the brand needs to be accessible for as many people as I can make it for. So I really thought about that with the price point as well.
0: How do you feel like um, your experience of working in so many countries, traveling and having all these cultural background, which is very unique. Most Americans, Mm -hmm. they don't have the experience that you have knowing so many cultures. How do you think that you brought all that knowledge into your brand?
1: Yeah. So I think what's the beautiful part about traveling and yoga is it brings people together and creates this like tribe of people who are so different. You know, when I go to a country and they're speaking a different language than I know and, you know, they have different customs and but I respect it and then we find this common ground, I think it's something so beautiful. And that's why I really wanted travel and yoga to be brought together within the brand, because it creates this tribe where you're like, wow, this person is the complete opposite of me. And that's okay, because we have this mutual respect for each other. And we learn from each other and we grow. And that's what traveling did for me. Like I really... Hit my biggest growth spurt <laughs> while I was traveling
0: the world. <laughs> That's amazing. So let me ask you a question because your target audience, you are your target audience. You yes, are, <laughs> which is unbelievable, and you are you're surrounded by your target audience.
1: Yes, uh, my target audience practices at my home yoga studio, which is Yonder Yoga in Atlanta, and it's actually where I also work. So. I literally, I could go to the studio tomorrow and ask them, what do you think about this color?
0: <laughs> and that's great. It's a way to do. But do you think that the, the, you're in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you are the people, the community in Atlanta in yoga. Do you think that it is different from the one in L.A. or in New York? What's your experience with that, knowing so many cities and so many communities? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah,
1: I think they do have their differences for sure, but I think what I've found is, so our yoga studio, we like it to be like hot, and we like the music blasting, we like to flow fast, and so I've gone to other studios throughout US, and I've found a lot of similarities, and we've started um, actually gifting some products to other yogis, like in LA, Miami, New York, and they really like them too, So I think while there are some differences because you know us is really big and we have kind of different subcultures without the um within the country, but I do think there's a lot of similarities. So you
0: feel like there is a yoga community that is
1: above everything
0: above every culture and you just connect through the yoga. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. We're we're going to connect through the yoga. I want everyone to feel celebrated. And I want you to embrace the differences, too. Like, we don't all have to be the same to get along and flow together. Me and my friends, even within the community, we're so different. We like different things. But I find that we all kind of bond over, like, different brands, like such as mine, or, like, different colors or topics. So. Yeah, that,
0: that's great. So what's next? I'm going to keep variety of towels, so you're, you're thinking it's something more to bring to the community.
1: Yeah, so we're gonna have another color that's dropping soon. I just don't wanna say which color yet because I wanna do a contest. Okay. So... <laughs> but I'll give a hint, a lot of the guys wanted this color. So I don't know if that helps, but we're gonna do another color and that's coming hopefully in the next like month or month and a half. And then I really want to get into athleisure and I want to do that very strategically. And so what I've been doing is asking a lot of people, like, what do you like about brands? What don't you like? What do you think is missing? Um, For me, I know that I could use crop tops over my sports bras because I don't want to walk out into the parking lot, like in a sports bra, but I also don't want to put on like a hoodie when it's a hundred degrees outside. So i would like just something i can air out in so, like, like a
0: little cape or something like that. yeah that's, just something like that i like that <laughs> i really like it i mean so that's, no and also for the ones that they were more self-conscious about our body yeah, and that you exactly. feel comfortable covering it up and you're
1: yeah. not in the safe place of the, cl- the class all the time right like and when i'm in the class like i have on a sports bra and like leggings but when i'm out in a parking lot like I don't really want to wear my sports
0: bra. Yeah, and, well, and some places here in LA, you actually need to walk a few blocks to get from your parking oh. lot to your class or your studio. because Oh, I didn't even realize that. Uh, parking structures are hell here. Yeah. Like from, I, I yeah. was part of the gym. Actually, I had to go through a whole
1: mall. Oh, so yeah, I feel yeah, like... I- I just feel like people are like looking at me even if they're not I just feel really self-conscious so that's kind of what I'm thinking about going forward with I've been asking around and I'll probably um, whatever I decide I'll definitely do a set of samples and like give it to all my friends at the studio and get a lot of feedback.
0: That's how we started with the towels?
1: Um, The towels I had to just place the order but we did look at designs together so I had a mood board of about Twelve designs, and I asked my friends. I asked them to pick two of their favorite. Um, But now we're working with a new manufacturer um, based in U.S., and so um, I'm able to do it a little bit differently this time.
0: That's amazing. So before we go, Lauren, I know that also as a new entrepreneur, brand owner, you had the first experience, and I love this that I can talk about your first (laughs) going into a trade show you were able to yes start. i want i know that it wasn't that long ago so i want for all the audience who are listening and they are i think it's amazing to do trade shows actually i'm going to vegas next week uh, just to to interact and be in a trade show and mm-hmm. i think is it's incredible but i want to experience from the other side being there, working it.
1: trade shows are the best thing that ever happened to my brand number one Number two, they're also so crazy. So I underestimated what kind of beast the trade show is. I have always gone to different conferences and trade shows, but I didn't really know what went into planning them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> there are so many things involved, like such as, you know, you shipping the product and will the product even make it to your booth or are they just going to drop it off at, you know, the studios and you have to go find it um there's a lot that goes into like the decorating of the booth because you want it to be inviting and you want the buyers and the clients and you know other brands to come over so there's a lot that goes into that i didn't realize so i and we'll you say. want to be
0: you want to be attractive because there's so, much, so many brands there so you want buyers and people to stop and say what's
1: this about yes you want to create that buzz because that's what's going to help drive your brand and your mission forward but it's so funny because i was like literally setting up my flight I got canceled the day before So I had to stalk the Delta app and look for a new flight. Then I got in about an hour before setup. And I was literally there for like four hours going back and forth to Target because I was like, how do I make this booth look better? Like something is missing. So I bought like plants and stuff like that. I bought, I recommend if you're an entrepreneur, dress in bright colors. Because I was like, well, if I don't have the best booth, I'm gonna bring my personality and I'm gonna like talk to everyone. So yeah, I, I mean, wore really that's, bright
0: stuff. That that's a parent's trick. Like if you go to a busy place, you always put your kid in a bright color. Yeah.
1: So, you don't <laughs> so yeah, you have to bring that to the booth and the trade shows. So that's what I did. And um we had like contests going and um we have a really cheeky email list that says, Are you down? For friends with benefits no drama just bomb deals and so that got a lot of people talking at the trade show they were like what I love this but this is so crazy and I'm like yeah we're cheeky we're not following the rules (laughs) that's
0: awesome that's awesome so what tips can you give to someone who wants to go to a trade show and kill it
1: um so I would First, research the trade shows. Like I specifically chose Founder Made because they focus on new D2C brands. But then once you've signed up, I would ask a lot of questions. I asked so many questions and I didn't care if I sounded stupid. Like ask them, can you bring flowers? Can you tag things on the walls? Um, you have to figure out about shipping. That's very important because some places like you can ship directly to your booth. And then other places, they might drop it off at the front door and you might not see your product. And that's something that you spend your hard-earned money on. So you want to make sure that it's secure and safe. Um, Another thing I would say is ask for the buyers list so you know who's coming. They're not going to have the names of the people, but you can know which retailers are coming so you can be prepared if you see them. Um, And I would say try to make it as fun as possible. Like this is an experience for you to gain super fans. You wanna create like this cult, if you will, around your brand and community. And this is a way that you can show up and get people really excited about your mission. And so I was talking the most about my mission. And I guess I was talking about the products, but people wanted to know why I'm launching this brand and why it's so important. And so I would say, really hone in on your mission statement before you go. And don't wear high heels. And don't wear, oh my God, please don't wear high heels. Wear (laughs) wear sneakers.
0: (laughs) Yes. No, I wear uh, sneakers. Something else that I would recommend to all of you guys uh, is just go to trade shows just Mm. to watch and learn.
1: Yes, because, (laughs) because they're very crazy. And then I would say, um, you definitely need two people to help you. So I had one person for the first half, and then I had two for the second half. And now looking back, I would have had two for the whole trade show because you're going to be running around as the founder, but you're also going to be at the booth and you're going to be here and there, and you're going to want to talk to buyers. You're going to want to talk to other brands. And so you want to make sure that you have people supporting you.
0: Yeah, and make sure that people that are there for you knows your mission, can be exactly speaker persons for your brand.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly, because you only get one time at a first impression. Like that's something my mom always taught me and that's something I really use in the brand is I only get one time to captivate like our audience Absolutely. or they're going to maybe not buy the mission. They're going to be like, oh, well, nah, I don't. I don't really like this.
0: (laughs) And another tips that we can give is like, I always, you using your email list, which is fantastic, but also you get business cards and it gets very hectic. So make sure that something that I do is either you write uh, behind the business cards, but which I always forget. So I snap pictures and then I put notes or I get an
1: audio note and I send it to myself. Yeah. So I was writing. So that's something I did. I I write on the business cards um, about what we talked about, you know, just because you are meeting so many people at one time um, and then make sure you follow up. I think that's like a lot of people don't say that because we think it's just understood, but really follow up the next week. I would wait until probably like the next Thursday or something because they're probably getting so many emails, but follow up and like talk about if they told you that they have a dog, that's something that you need to remember. So it shows that you're actually listening to them.
0: Uh, absolutely, and also remember that they're people and they have lives. Sometimes, exactly. sometimes you got them in a bad day. So <laughs> some days they have something going on in their life or they're mm-hmm. busy. So don't be afraid to follow up. Like mm-hmm. my mom will say, "You have the no already." So until they tell you no.
1: You keep trying, yeah. No, my mom says that the same. Uh, she says closed mouths don't get fed, so just ask. And if someone tells you no, you're no better or worse off. They just told you no. So,
0: yeah, now exactly. You know. <laughs> um, but I I know what is to be in the other side, and um, you get overwhelmed with emails, and you get overwhelmed with. Uh, problems because these are buyers that they have they're working with hundreds of brands. Mm-hmm. they're working we had so many people and it's not that you have made a bad impression it's not that find your gut feeling about that person that you met remember that's why it's so important the notes that you make to yourself
1: i agree and um i actually reached out to a lot of people because i'm going back to new york and just ask them if they're around to like grab a cup of coffee or like a lunch or something um and i think that really shows that you care about them like as a person too you're not just asking for things <laughs> yeah um, and
0: also i mean when you go in a trade show don't be afraid to use your social media like when you have your mm-hmm. social media you need to know that you can part-ize. And that, for example, you have for your brand, your LinkedIn, and you make connections in LinkedIn with all those people. Uh, Like, for Mm -hmm. example, I'm going to go in Vegas next week. So I put in my link today. I'll be in Vegas. Anyone want to grab a a cup of coffee together?
1: Yeah, exactly. I think um, I think the most important tip that I can say about, you know, networking in general, um, which goes with trade shows is think about how you can provide value to other people. Instead of thinking about what they can do for you, I'm always like, "How can I make friends? And what can I give um, to provide value to help them?"
0: Yeah, and I that's how you say, really
1: build long-lasting. I always say,
0: "I'm I'm a networker." So if you need something, ask. I meet so many people. Yeah, I meet, I meet a <laughs> so if you need ask something, ask. I mean, if I know someone, I'm always happy to connect. I never understood those people who said, "I, I don't want to get in the middle." It's like. I, I
1: know, like the whole point is to build relationships at the end of the day and build long lasting ones. Um, And so if that means I'm connecting other people, then I'll do it for sure.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, so now for sure, before we go, one more question. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you had to do it all over again, what would you do different?
1: different If I had to do it all over again, what would I do different? Um, I would start failing out loud from the very beginning. Because I think I was so afraid I was being such a perfectionist in the beginning um, that I didn't want people to see me making all of these mistakes. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I, I was wrong. Um, and I think that really humanizes you and it humanizes the brand and people can grow with you and see the struggle because it's not perfect. bias. <laughs> <Well, laughs> so
0: absolutely. <laughs> uh, aligns with yoga, you're not going to strike the pose the first time you try
1: No, you're not going to strike it. And you might have it one time and you might lose it. Um, And so now I think I'm very authentic about the brand. And if I don't know something, I just say it. Or if I fail, I'm like, well, at least I tried. (laughs) We'll keep
0: on moving. (laughs) Yeah. And in these times, you need to pivot and to make sure that you can try something. And if it doesn't work, you try something else. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, Lauren, thank you so much for being here today. It was such a fun conversation. Thank you for having me. And to you guys, I'll see you next week with more Coffee Number 5. Find everything you need at larashmoisman.com or in the episode notes right below. Don't forget to subscribe. It was so good to have you here today. See you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Ciao, ciao.